friends, welcome to another edition of Fine Bolt, the week six edition of Fine Bolt. I am your host, Jeff Feinberg, here on the Mayo Media Network. Oh, baby, what a time to be a Charger fan. Just like that, friends. Just like that. Like we've gone from loser laughing stock to people at the cool table wanting to give us a seat. Like it doesn't even feel right. We're in this stadium. We got this quarterback. We got this coach. Boom. Like, no place. I'm in no position of health to smack myself as hard as I should right now to sort of find reality at the moment. But it feels nice. It feels really nice. Big 47 42 victory off the Browns. I'm not really going to break that down. We're so far into the week. This is out probably so later than I would have liked, but I'm in my late thirties and Las Vegas beat the shit out of me. I did it right though. That's the thing doing it right. I put myself out there. Uh, we do it right. Me and my boys and I'm still struggling. Some of my buddy want to golf later this afternoon. My wife's kind of nice enough to even encourage me that I should, because it's one of the really last nice days we might have here up in the uh, the great white north in my parts. But I don't know, man, my upper legs, they feel like so sore, like there's no lactic acids getting to them or something like there's no glutes fire. And that's for sure. So I don't know. I just like old man it around in a cart. I don't know. I feel way too sore to golf. I mean it. And I got back four days ago. That's my problem, not yours. Oh, is Feinberg going to golf? Who gives a shit? Let's go Chargers football. What I am most excited about, what I am most excited about, what I do not want to diminish about what's already happened either, though. But this is not the ceiling, friends. This is not the ceiling. This is just the beginning. Whether it's luck, good fortune, great coaching, great quarterback play, timely stops on defense, the Chargers are winning football games. They're winning football games against really good football teams. We have one more game to complete what I believe was our hardest stretch of schedule of the season. Washington, Dallas, Kansas City, Oakland, who was undefeated, Browns, Ravens, bye week. Six games, very, very tough football games. Even if you want to diminish the Redskins for all you want to do, or the Raiders, the Raiders came into that game undefeated. The Redskins, everyone loved the Redskins going into week one. So, um, you know, here we are. A lot of those football teams like Dallas, like Kansas City, the Chargers held to their lowest point total of the season. Those are very good football teams, very good offenses. Uh, I'm not actually sure if the Chiefs scored more in the Bills game, but at the time of the game, and certainly leading through last week, you get what I said. But this is a four and one football team, but this isn't them playing to their ceiling. This is a new head coach who has installed new defensive systems, new offensive systems. Everyone is still getting comfortable. Despite the success on offense, there's a level of comfort that we are still trying to find. You know, all the motion. Has taken, has taken its toll early, and we seem to have come out of that. I mean, there's a lot of motion required in this offense, and we're getting got with some of those penalties. But to further expand on my point, um, there's just still lots of places this team can and should improve. 
things as simple as maybe we can find our way to league median kicking. Maybe we can find our way to some stability at the end of game goal line situations where all it would take is a chip shot. We don't need to give the ball back to anybody, be it Mahomes, be it Maker, Baker Mayfield, uh, be it quarterbacks even worse than those two who will be on our schedule in the coming weeks. Like finding, you know, just firming that part out of it, despite how much I love all the fourth downs. There's no reason in going for it and being successful. I think y'all understand what I'm saying. That's great, but let's just like great and fine tune it a bit. And by fine tune it, I mean, let's just be able to end the game with an extra point, college size extra point, and not give the ball away. And don't get me wrong either. I'll get, I guess, this to it further, maybe expand on it in a moment, but I fully expect the fine line that we are living and dying on, and we're certainly living on it at the moment. There'll be a game or two in this season that we'll die on. We'll die on one of those fourth downs that bite us in the ass, but, but, but we got to take the good with the bad and what comes with that. And I appreciate Coach Daly. Like, if we're going to lose, we'll lose by 28. And L's an L. But we got to win this game, and we can't give them the ball back with 10 minutes left in the third quarter. So stuff like that. Um, but back to my, my actual point is you like to think the run defense would get better. Um, just familiarity in the defense. When all these guys in their new system, a lot of standing up pre-snap, Bosa playing in spots he hasn't played in before. Derwin's responsibilities still just a month removed. Well, a month of games removed from his injury. I am just saying this is not the ceiling. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. And the fact that we're able to get these wins against quality opponents at the beginning says a lot to what the ceiling might actually be. You feel me, friends? It's still a rookie head coach. It's still a quarterback who, who, who does lack experience, right? Right? And, and you know, maybe now it's, we'll, we'll, we, at least when the Chargers hopefully get to the playoffs, I expect them to get to the playoffs. They win this week and go five and one. I certainly now, playoffs is a, playoffs are bust or the season kind of becomes a disappointment to a certain degree when you're five and one. Um, I, you know, so that's what, you know, winning this week could do, but, but it's a rookie head coach and it's still a young quarterback. So they're as, as good as they are, there's still levels of inexperience. This is still a team on the up. We are four and one, but not playing to the ceiling. Um, so that is really exciting, super excited about that. And we'll see it. It's allowing me to think what the ceiling could actually potentially be. Oh boy. Mm. Mm, man, still feeling that trip in so many ways. Mm. Okay, but there's nothing like walking around Vegas like a peacock, right? Just beat the Raiders on Monday Night Football, wearing my powder and, and um, walking around like a peacock in my blues. And then on Sunday, we beat the Browns. They get their ass smoked by the Bears. I'm even enjoying my time with the Bear fans in the casinos because they're taking down the Raiders. Womp, womp, womp. You know what? I read that back in. Because that was just like the family getting exciting because that was all before things got real, real nasty. I don't wish that upon any fan base. I don't know. That whole stuff with Gruden, I just, you know. There's no, no time, no place for that. I have children. 
I never want them to utter words like that in my life. So there it is. I, it's weird. It was a long time ago, but it was sent over a period of time and you're the face of a team. You have to be held accountable for your actions. You know, if I, any of us, maybe, maybe a garbage man could get away with saying some crazy stuff like that. But uh, Pat Mayo wouldn't give me a platform if I ever said anything like that. You know, certainly it came to light, but I like to think I've never put anything like that at thoughts like that. My parents didn't raise me like that. So I don't know, just a weird week in the NFL. And I guess because I do love NFL minutia, I'm following that situation kind of closely. Because how can, how can, I'm not going to talk about this long, but in an investigation into this, these disgusting acts by the Washington football team, it's John Gruden who falls on a sword. I mean, it's scary to think what else is in there. And I'm sure there's a lot of nervous people. But, you know, I don't know. But even if, even if a moment like an email makes up such a small fragment of your life's work, still responsible for it still responsible for it you know that's just that's just the truth that's just the truth so here we are and i expect more things to come out maybe by the time this gets posted more things have have come out not so much about gruden but about the situation other stuff it's really sad it's like a lot of you like john gruden's I don't know. Like I, I enjoyed him being the coach of the Raiders now because I thought he was inferior at this point to the other coaches in the league. But you know, I had only but a nice football memories of John Gruden, you know, and enjoyed him as a football quarterback guy on the TV. And you know, but hey, you're gone, buddy. This is is what it is. Uh, okay. Uh, one thing I definitely wanted to highlight in this show, because a lot's being made, you know, about the Chargers and their defense and the run defense was an absolute concern in last week's football game. Not many teams have Chunt and Hub, Chubb and Hunt, Chunt, Chunt. Yeah, let's call them Chunt. Not many teams have the combo of Chunt, but um, when we get to the playoffs, if you're lucky enough to be there, you have those quality and depth of running back that you've got to face. And even the Dallas Zeke Pollard situation was the lone loss of the season. And they certainly kept the chargers off balance. But my concern in this game was unlike the other games this year, where the chargers run defense didn't play very well. I sensed as coach Staley said, after games that, they were in run calls when runs were being had against them. And you could see that the chargers had positioning or the chargers even affected the backfield and just didn't make plays. And you're like, okay, we'll figure that out. Last week was just a sheer domination up front by that Brown line, by those two running backs until, until what I must highlight, what I'll highlight anytime anyone wanted to talk to me about the Brown game after the fact. And I want to bring this back to the chief victory is the Chiefs had the ball just over two minutes tie game. The Browns had the ball just over two minutes tie game first down. And the Chargers got three and outs fourth quarter in both of those. And not a three and out versus Mahomes. Uh, they, they made Mahomes feel so uncomfortable. He just like threw a ball up and a Logie Gilman uh, 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 made the interception. Right? And then this one, 
two, the run defense was bad all game and two huge first and second down runs. And I think even in Stefanski's Monday presser, I, I saw a bit of it, not even the post game. I watched his post game presser. I wasn't impressed by his post game presser, but um, that's a different question. He came back Monday had a lot more thoughtful answers and he really blamed himself for a lot of things. And especially that draw run there on that second down. Um, uh, the Chargers penetrated those first and second down runs, forcing Baker into a third down. Couldn't do anything with it. Third and 10. Chargers get the ball back. Chargers go win the game. So those two stops in and of themselves, in and of themselves show me a couple of things. When it's on the line, we're going to go make that place potentially with the defense. And I'll carry this to the Dallas game where Dallas had the ball, the chance to go win the game. And yes, they won the game, but we forced them to like a 54, 56 yard field goal. You got to like take that to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Kind of like we didn't let them get a freebie. We didn't let them get the end zone. We didn't let them get the chip shot. They needed everything they could from their kicker and they got it. And I guess credit to them. Right. So my point being is when the stakes have been the highest this year, I really absolutely love woo, mm, woo, how the defense is played. Oh, man, man, just everything hurts. It's Thursday already. Get a, get a grip, Feinberg. Holy shit, what's the matter with you? Fuck. So that's incredible, right? That's incredible. That's, that is what my highlight of the defense is so far this year, is they've set the opportunity up to even keep those games out of overtime, give us the ball back, to go win them in reg. Let's finish it in reg without having to give them the ball back. Okay. Yeah. So here we go. Um, Coach Staley is just a beautiful man. You all saw his comments about the Gruden stuff. Hate to go back to it. Just a beautiful man. Beautiful leader. We're lucky. I'm sort of so lucky. Herbert Staley. People going to bet the Chargers now because they like coaching quarterback. That's so weird. That's so weird. But we're going to do it. Ravens game. Uh, I'm nervous for the Ravens game. It's an incredible. I see it as a potentially really bad spot game for the Chargers. It's the game before a bye week. It's a game off three really nice wins and some level very emotional wins. Yes, Baltimore. Happy to see they went five quarters. You know, I love that. They get their own comeback emotional win on Monday. So I, I do think that does, even in a slight respect, you know, I believe that helps the Chargers. Um, but the Chargers are going into a bye week. It's a young team uh, who, who had a lot of early season success. So what is our get-up level for a game of this? Coach Staley seems to have them up and ready and, and owning each moment. So I'm not overly concerned about that part, but it's still an unknown. When I broke down the Chiefs games, anywhere you brought me, whether it was this show, Mayo show, any radio or, or, or anything that I did that week, the one thing I was excited to talk about was how intrigued I was to see what sort of strategic element Coach Daly brings to that game versus Mahomes versus the Chiefs. Uh, and I'm much the same here. This is the Ravens. This is Mahomes. Uh, this is the Ravens. This is Lamar. This is Harbaugh. You know, they have their, their pedigree of doing things in their special way. And I would imagine Coach Daly will have his strategy for that. Oh, my God. Oh. So I am um, excited despite that yawn, which I don't know where that's coming from, but I could probably guess. 
Um, so I'm excited to see the strategic element that Staley brings to a game against Lamar, the Ravens, and how interesting they do things comparatively to the other teams in in the league. They're sort of their own wolf. There are like poor man versions of what the Ravens do to extent, but no one quite does it as effectively and efficiently as the Ravens are able to do it. And on the other side of the ball, they're quite, you know, they are, I don't want to say they're the standard bearer presently for defense, but just in terms of, of always being able to write the ship in many ways, they are um, a standard bear. And it's a great opportunity for me as a charger fan. Like I'm not feeling this brash cocky mode. I felt that for the Raider game. Like you saw it. I felt it. That's the honest to God truth. But these Brown and, 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 and Raven game. I'm like, I want to see what's up. Like I really did respect the Browns. I do respect the Browns and acknowledge how, into the depth the Browns were and how that probably did help the Chargers was how deep the Browns were into their depth with injuries on the back end. I have nothing but respect for Baltimore. I'm not going to come in here and be cocky and, and brash about it. I do think at plus three, obviously I'll bet the Chargers at plus three. I think they make for a nice game on the teaser. You get it to 10. The Chargers are always playing close games. The new, the old, we're just winning them now. And you know, if it's at 10, how much of an ass kicking the Ravens going to lay for that back door and Herbert, you got to believe to be open for you the whole time. So that's really all I want to say about the betting perspective of it. But what I want to say is getting to play a team like Baltimore to someone like me is an opportunity. I want to see where we stack up. I do. We're four and one. Everyone's wants to give us things and hand us things. I'm not there. I mean it. I mean it last week when we recorded the Pat Mayo uh, show with Tim and I and Pat Tim was more confident that the Jets would make the playoffs than I was the Chargers and the Chargers were three and one and obviously I'm excited and I'm like a biased fan but I'm still trying to be reserved about it like long term I'm very gung-ho about what's going to happen and obviously I don't want to say a week changes everything but four and one yeah, like I'm pretty confident. I was confident before the year the Chargers would contend and likely make the playoffs. I'm even more confident now they're going to survive their tough season schedule. Worst case, four and two, maybe five and one. If they get five and one, my mind's going to go places, friends. My mind is going to go places, unhealthy places. Um, but that's exciting at the same time. But playing Baltimore, see how we stack up against Baltimore. That's what I'm interested in. And it probably won't be the last time we play Baltimore. So, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not, like that Raider game, I was brash cocky. I called it, I I put a heavy piece on it for myself because uh, it happened just like I thought it would. This is not that kind of game for me. Am I going to bet it? Of course. Am I going to bet it heavy? Probably not. Um, relative to how I bet Charger games, I mean. But I'm super excited for it. It's Lamar, it's Herbert. It seems like it's that best game at one o'clock. You go somewhere with your multiple screen setups. It's the clear, like big screen sort of game. So I'm super excited. I'm flattered about the conversations people want to have about, about the chargers uh, right now. That's super exciting. Like I'm, I'm just flattered to be getting invitations and then we're going to go on a buy. And I think the buy if they win this game, people will say the buys at a really bad time. They're super hot. It's kind of chilling out the momentum. 
I don't know. I think the buy, I sort of sold myself that this is a good buy either way. It's either way to just decompress what's happened, get a new focus and um, get on for the stretch run. But, but five and one, I don't know. I, that, that, that will bring a different attitude. If we beat the Ravens, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to feel like I'm going to get tingly and stuff about real objectives. That's what it's all about. I'm a fan for when it sucks to feel like I do right now, you know, and it's only week five. So I'm feeling great. Charger fans, this is, you know, I don't know where the long road, it's too early to, to long range the season, but, but let's have this fun. Let's enjoy this fun right now. And let's understand this is not a finished product. It's not a finished product. That's what makes it so exciting. There's still a lot. There's still a lot of ways for this team to improve. And I don't think that's a stretch to say it. I mean, it's hard for Herbert to play better in the fourth quarter that I get, but I think you guys understand what I'm saying. We got a couple real ones and it's our turn to be allowed to smile. Chargers football. I love you. Thanks for watching mail media network. Thank you for supporting me. Catch the spread pick show with Tim Pat and I, or Pat, Tim and I, I should say, and of course, my favorite show on the network, Pozzola, Cam, and, and Mayo. Um, it's a beaut. And all, all, all the great coverage here at Mayo Media Network. Even hockey. Hockey. Hockey's back. Better when I have my voice at doing that impression. None of you even know who that is. I'm Jeff Feinberg. I'm out. Bolt up. Let's beat the Ravens. Five and one into a bye. Four and two. I would take it. But once Sunday comes, five and one only. Let's get it. I'm out.